brother, fittest in Mexico. Kind of a cool statement. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it for having me here. How did uh how did this all come about, man? How did you get into the whole CrossFit scene? How did you uh end up deciding, okay, this is something that I'm gonna end up pursuing? So I have been doing sports my whole life since I remember, since I think I'm two years old. I used to play soccer, I used to do martial arts. So my my goal has always been a competitive athlete in whatever sport I have been. I have always been very competitive and wanted to do like good. So when I was in martial arts, I wanted to be a professional fighter. And I kept watching other other um alternatives to for getting better at my sport, you no, know? getting stronger, getting fitter. But I didn't want to go to the gym. Um, so I, I used to have another another perspective of the gym all the time. I used to think it was boring. Mm. Not anymore, though. But I didn't want to do that. So one day I was walking in the street and I saw a gym. They were like old school CrossFit. They were like lifting sandbags. They were um, turning wheels. They were um, doing some rock fans. They were doing weird shit, no? So I just like... I just got interested, went, asked for some information. They let me do a, a, a class for, for seeing if I liked it, and I loved it. So I started doing martial arts and crossing. And then I started, I was 13 years old at that time. So I doing like, I, I kept training, kept training, and I kept getting like good pretty fast, like just because I was already kind of strong and conditioned. So I just had to learn the movements, you no? Know? And I was young, so. I learned the movement pretty fast. And I, I was also very, very, I was on it, on it. Like I used to do the class and stay after the class to just like to learn more and, and train more. And also yeah. that helped a lot. And so at 14 years old, I did my first competition. And I saw like, since I was 14 years old and I went to a competition, like everyone I competed was like 20 something. I was the only kid competing in there. And like everyone was like, oh man, you're so young, you're doing so good for your age, like keep doing, keep doing, keep doing, and keep keep putting effort on it. Mm -hmm. And I just kept competing like that, like improving my competitions, like evolving on my competition levels. Like I started in, in basics and I went to intermediate and I was still young, no? And that used to motivate me a lot because I was I saw I was the only kid competing um versus like the 20 something and I was not going bad. And I kept doing better every time, every time, every time. And my coaches and community on the gym was always encouraging me to keep training. Like they used to put me a, a nickname in Spanish is Niño Bestia is Kid Beast, Beast, Beast Kid. So, you know, that's a lot of motivation in my whole environment and community. So that helped me a lot to keep putting the effort in and just keep competing, keep evolving and keep um, doing bigger competitions until right now we're here <laughs> wow it really is that community driven thing in the crossfit like you know we we come for the methodology but we stay for the community and it's just all those people that are around you um they end up pushing you to places that you might have been out to dream of but you couldn't necessarily see a path to get there right and they end up just keep pushing you forward keep pushing you forward as you're gonna do for them right and that's uh oh that's beautiful Yeah, man, it's it's awesome. Like, like all the best. Like, what I love about sports. Like, all my best. Like, my best friends, my best, my people has mm -hmm. come from that circle. 
from that sport. And it's amazing because once you're a competitor and a, a professional competitor, you take this seriously, you know? And as taking it seriously, like, you know, CrossFit is a hard sport, you know? You have to suffer a little bit for making it good, you know, into the workout. So you need some willpower once you're in that, like, hurting spot. And that willpower, like, that community, that your people, your strong connection with that people, for me, helps so much when I'm in those moments. Like, it's not just about me. I see, like, all the path I have been doing, all the people that have supported me, all the people that it's with me in that path. Oh, man, it gives me so much strength when I'm on, on that moment. It's amazing. Hell yeah, man. You know, you remember those, the process to get there, right? And the sacrifices yeah. that you're inevitably going to have to make and people are going to make for you and... It all kind of comes out on the uh, on the dance floor, as we say, right? And you just kind of lay it down. Alex, so this is gonna be on YouTube. Uh, on Spotify. On Spotify, okay. Because yeah. I, I was doing. You know what does this mean? Uh, no. Okay, because I don't. I watch that in here in Mexico. This means yes. This obviously means no. Yeah. But in here, like sometimes I'll right now that I'm in the states, I'll do this and people. Like, man, like, how are you doing? Because <laughs> you make it so normal, you know, this with your finger up and down, it means yes. Oh, no, no, that's fine. You teach me. Yeah, this just means yes. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah. Oh, sound, sound. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I love, I love traveling, man, and meeting new people and coaching, right? Because we see so many people come through that door and it's like, hey, guys, like, I'm just kind of teaching you fitness, but you teach me culture. You yeah, know, like you've come yeah. from this corner of the world. I've never been. Tell me about it. You know, mm -hmm. stay after class. I got 10 minutes. Let's talk, you <laughs> know. Yeah, it's amazing to know new people. Yeah, like that amalgamation of everything kind of coming together. And I can't wait to see to see where it goes, you know, or to see where the, the CrossFit goes. Like it was only a few years ago where the games, you know, the leaderboard would come up and on that left-hand corner, it was only American flags. And, oh, and now yeah. it's, you know, now it's everything. It's, in, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see that that grow. That grow. Like, man, the grow CrossFit has been doing, like, slowly from past years to now. It's amazing, like, even the quality of the competitions, in the number of sponsors, in the number of athletes of different countries. It's growing. I can't, I can't wait to see it, like, in 10 years. It's going to be mm -hmm. amazing. Mm. Where where do you want to be in ten years? Where I want to be in ten years? Yeah, I want to win the CrossFit Games. My man, I want to win. I'm I'm twenty three years old. I will be thirty three. I want to win them. Um, even younger. Um, but right now I say at thirty three I will be retired from CrossFit. I mean I'll be I I will always be training. I want to be training my whole life, not the way I train right now, obviously. But I want to be done competing at that level in CrossFit. That's what I say now. I don't know. Maybe mm -hmm. 33, I'll be competing a team. Maybe I will still be very passionate about this sport and I'll keep doing it competitively. I don't know. But my plan right now is 30, be done. And just keep, like, keep doing or, like, I don't know, keep doing business, um, keep traveling, enjoying my friends, enjoying my family growing learning it's mm. weird mm. now how uh how big is it in in mexico oh it's getting big it's getting pretty pretty big yeah that's awesome um, 
yeah, it's kind of pretty big competitions are getting beer. Actually, this year was there was a big competition, and it's the organi the one that organizes the competition is a guy that works in the Budapalooza stuff. Mm. So he, he has learned a lot from from those competitions for doing a good competition in here. Um, and the gyms there's a lot like in Mexico City, which is the capital. Um, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of gyms. It has Amazing. been growing a lot too. Are they accessible it's, or are they still are they still really expensive? Uh it's it's depends. Depends. Like in the in the nice areas of Mexico City, it's quite expensive. I mean not at the at the States, but imagine a good gym in there will be like hundred ten dollars per month per month. But where I live, um the the membership will be like $40 per month. So it's, I mean, compared to the, to the normal gyms, which is not CrossFit, they will be like way, way cheaper. No, they will be mm-hmm. like 15 mm-hmm. bucks per month, something like that. But it depends. It depends on the area, on the gym, but most, the, the most expensive will be like $110. And then depends also in the city too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar, similar back home as well, which yeah. is um, I found it quite interesting of how to how to make it more accessible for all demographics, right? And trying mm-hmm. to create some sort of sponsorship program so we can get kids in. <coughs> excuse me, get kids in from you know lower decile areas, and it's just like how do we kind of spread this thing? Because we know it's a catalyst. We know fitness is this like the first domino that just kind of needs to get pushed down. And then once that domino falls, everything else kind of falls into its own place as well. Um, and yeah, that's, that's kind of where I spend a lot of my time. It's just like, how do we make this more accessible? Yeah. Yeah. How, mm, I think it's like a, a good way to start too is also like one educating to have good coaches and yeah. educating people on the importance of taking care of their health, no? It's not just about, like, aesthetics, like, looking good, like, obviously, like, feeling good with your body. Yeah, it's a, it's a, and if you want to look good, it's an important part, but also, um, like, taking care of yourself, like, taking care of your body, like, of your mind, of your emotions, of your spirit, and I think that's a pretty cool thing to, that, that sports is a good, um, it's a good, I don't know the word. Uh, my, a good tool, a good tool for starting into that journey. No. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and like educating people on the importance of that, like knowing really the impact, not just crossing but fitness, can make into into their lives. Yeah. Like it's 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 a must on their on their life to to do some exercise to train community and it they can get so much from it not just exercise and training like the community the people they need it's amazing mm, yeah it really is man you know you can really tackle some some social problems as well right just with a little bit more community and a little bit more kind of togetherness you know everybody's just communicating and having fun and and trying to just trying to just have a good time which which is the main thing yes, yes. so Talk me through like a normal training day for you. So I'll be 
when I'm in Mexico, I just arrived here um, one week ago. So I'll, I'll tell you when I'm from Mexico. So in Mexico, I'll arrive at 7 a.m. I will just I will just mention the training first. I'll wake up at 7 a.m. Then I will, I will train at 8.30, from 8.30 to 11, 10.30, 11. Then I'll finish. I'll go back to the gym at 2 or 3 p.m. And depending on how large is my session, sometimes it will take me three hours, sometimes it will take me four hours. So most of the time, I will be out of the gym like at 5.30, from 5.30 to 7 p.m. 5.30 to 6 p.m. And then rest, repeat the next day. Crazy. <laughs> it's a lot of training. It's a lot of training, but it's, I mean, I love it. I'm very passionate about what I do. Um, I'm very, a very driven person. Like if I'm to something and I love it, and I have a, my, my, my goal in mind, I'll go all in. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I love it. Like I love spending time in the gym. There's times I'm in the gym and like with my headphones and just working, working, working. But there's days that I love like training and when I'm training on my resting um, periods, I'll be like talking with the community. Because there's more people training the gym, no? There's people in the class. There's mm-hmm. people doing the program. So like, I don't know, between my back squats, I'll be chatting with someone, having fun. And like that part, it's for me, it's very important. For me, it's very important in a gym. In the gym, sometimes I feel like, yeah, training alone, but also sometimes I really feel like enjoying, enjoying the people, having a chat, connecting with them. I think that's, for me, that's a, a very important part too. Mm. I think it's really good for them as well, right? Because you're giving back, you know, it's like, I'm still part of our gym, you know, where I'm not unapproachable. And I think that's where a lot of, a lot of athletes kind of, fell off the bandwagon a little bit was like becoming like this kind of unapproachable character like they're superhumans and we can't really oh they're the avengers you know we can't speak to the avengers we call on them once a year to get in the arena and and do some fitness for our entertainment but other than that you know we can't talk to them and just being human and approachable is is so important mate and you're going to have um, made a bit of impact on people yeah exactly exactly you, it's very, it's very like for me. I'm very conscious the impact I can make on the people when I'm on the gym. Like just giving me, giving them like little cues or little like, hey man, like congratulations, like amazing work, things like that. Yeah. But I, that that also not just like doesn't like doesn't feed my ego. It just like what what does it inspires me, gives me that fire I was just talking about like ten minutes ago, and that fills me up a lot too. A lot with a lot of energy with a lot of fire with a lot of love and it's amazing for sure like seeing people break through a mental barrier to be able to do something physical that they once were not able to do right it's gonna fire you up whether there is someone snatching 180 kilos and the whole crowd just goes crazy or it's somebody doing a first box jump like those that they're the same thing yeah and man we we were all in that in that in that position once. Like I remember when I was the shy kid walking into the gym for the first time. I remember watching those um giant 45 plate bumpers thinking I was never gonna leave that. Like I remember all those moments and I can see myself in those people. And as watching myself like man like I, I can see you're shy right now. Mm-hmm. I, I mean I, I don't tell it but 
like it's it's um it's I don't know how to say, it, but it's it's good. It's it feels good. It feels good to be to be part of the process just a little bit, like a how do you say sand? A little bit of sand. Grain. Yeah, be a little grain and be part of the growing in the in the feed area of another person. Yeah, yeah, that's it, man. You know, you're you're helping somebody else on their journey, and somebody helped us on our journey, right? It's paying it forward. It's a, exactly, it's a chain. Mm. They help you, you help, and it keeps going, keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. I mean, that's what I love about the fitness industry so much because it kind of has created this like sense of okay, I'm gonna learn a little little thing. And then I'm going to pass it on to someone else and I'm not going to hold anything back for me. And it's just like, here you go. And then you're going to do the same thing. And the same thing goes on. And it's just, everybody's just helping one another. And, you know, I think it's cool. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Um, It's in like, as, as competitors as being a sport means you're a person that you are, once you're competitive, no, but in, even though in process, you have to push a little bit. So everyone in CrossFit, like or more, or mostly everyone, like it's competitive that means they have ego like i mean we are we everyone have ego no but like a lot of ego and it's very it's very easy if you're not conscious about it to fall into letting your ego like lead you and there's there's where it comes like like the the, the selfish part no the selfish part of i want to win no matter what i want to be better than him no matter what and we forget the part. I mean, it's it's good to use our ego, mm -hmm. but like not let ego lead you. No, like just just be conscious about it and and use it that as a fuel. But if you, I I believe if you let yourself lead by ego, there's where it comes the part of not community. Yeah. And yeah. So what what is your relationship with ego? My relationship with ego is like, man, I, I know I'm a very, um, um, I just, I, I'm trying to translate. Oh, that's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can't speak in Spanish. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's very, so me as a competitor, of course I want to win. No, I want to, I want to crush the guy that's, that's next to me. I mean, I don't want to kill him, but I want to crush him. I want to beat him for as much as I can. And once I'm on the competitive on the competition floor, I'm the best. I'm the best, and I'll do whatever I have to do for winning. But I'm also like have my honor. No, I have my values, and I won't break them just because my ego. And I will let that ego fill me as like I'm a very. I don't know if it's an exact translation, but I'm a proud person, no? Like, if I, if I lose, I hate losing, no? Mm -hmm. But I won't let that control me. But I, I won't let that, like, oh, man, I lost. I feel like shit. I feel sad. No, mm -hmm. no, if I lost, mm -hmm. like, I would rather, like, I would rather, like, learn from that, let it go, and do what I have to do, no? If something um, takes my, my peace out of me, it's because I have to fix something. I will just instead of losing energy into those negative thoughts and so yeah i'm just conscious about my ego i'm conscious about that i'm a very competitive person and i don't want to lose and i want to win but i also don't let that lead me because if i will let that um, that ego part lead me 
I will be a person full of invite. I'll be a person that will really don't care about their values and do whatever it has to do for winning. I'll try to put someone else down just because I want to see myself in top of them. And that is what, what I will do if I wouldn't be conscious about my own because I'm a, like a, as a, like a, like a professional competitor and I really want to win. Like sometimes winning, like, like we'll do wanting something really bad will make you do things but if you're not conscious about it, no matter what, no. Um, so I just, yeah, I just let that. I know my ego's in there. I use it as a fuel, but I don't let it leave. That's my relationship with my ego. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm fascinated of of like relationships, like male relationships with ego, right? Because it really feels like it gets to a fork in a road where they could go one of two ways, and it either controls them and ends up destroying them or they control it and they use it as fuel and yeah, obviously exactly. that latter one is better yeah and like we as men we're educated not not not, not all of them not most of us but like it's very normal in our society to think okay like tough men men are tough men don't cry men yeah. hold their emotions men men are are, are men no which it's good to be like, I mean, it's not good to be like that, but man, the strongest men are, are vulnerable, can be vulnerable, can be sensitive. That's the real strong. That's like being tough and holding emotions and pretending to be tough. That's not really being tough. That's being mm. scared. Mm. That's and not be, being brave. And being be able to communicate it as well, right? Exactly. Man, for com- being communicative, that, that requires that requires some kind of guts. Also, expressing your emotions, letting you know how you feel, and showing your real self, mm. your real essence and identity, and not putting a mask on it. That re- that's what really requires to be brave and guts mm. instead of just putting a mask in and pretending you're something you're not. Mm. That's really important for people to hear. Man. It is. It especially is. especially from especially from a an athlete who is competing right now and especially from a young guy man that's um that's that's really important to hear i appreciate that yeah. man but it's not like it's it's really but it's really really important that to to know the importance of always 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 being yourself like cuz as, as you being yourself, you will really attract the the good people into your life, the people that that matter, no? There's mm-hmm. a saying that says the people like you being yourself and say what you mean for the people that matter won't matter. Mm-hmm. And the people that matters, that cares about that, that feels something bad about you saying what you mean, don't matter. Mm-hmm. And that's completely true. I 100% agree with it. Brother, I got three questions. Tell me. What's the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received? The greatest piece of life I've ever received? Be myself. Always be myself. Um, one or two. I don't have it right now in mind. But I... Um, 
I don't know how to say it in English. Let me traduce it really fast. It's just more than a, it's more like a mantra, mantra. Oh, yeah, than, yeah, yeah. Say the Spanish. Alineación y balanceo. Align and balanced. Mm. Align and balance no matter what. So anyone can take you out of that zone. Just yourself. Mm, that's beautiful. Yes. What What's the worst piece of life advice you've ever received? I have I have received a lot. <laughs> the worst one. The worst one. Exact words, but I remember it was something about being really selfish about your things. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being selfish, but it just all comes from being conscious, conscious about your selfishness. Because, yeah, you will get to your goal, do whatever you want, your results. To do to know if you're gonna do it, you're gonna get there alone or with company. No, I would rather make it with company. I mean, if you want to make it alone, there's nothing but it's your choice. But just make sure you're conscious about it, no? And yeah, I don't remember the exact words and I don't want to like try to invent something. That's all right. But but yeah, it was something about being selfish. Selfish, mm. like very selfish and it was full of ego. Whatever is full of ego and doesn't come for love, mm. that. What's uh? What's three words you tell your younger self? Tell myself. Yeah, tell your younger self three words. Can you repeat that? What's three words you tell your younger self? I tell my younger self. Yeah. My younger self right now. Yeah. Proud. Conscious and strong. Mm. That the word proud really stood out to me because I think um I think a lot of young dudes need to hear that people are proud of them a little bit more. Yeah. But you know, I don't wanna but you yeah, that's important. Like we all at the end. What we want is love, no? Yep. But it can't it can't come from other people until it comes from yourself first. Yep. You have to know your value. You have to know your your self love, your self respect, and that by improving that on yourself, you automatically can live. Automatically, will see the the results into how people watch you and treat you on the other side. Mm -hmm. And with self-respect and self-love, it's like in a case if someone doesn't treat you well, like one you won't care, and you won't see. You will see it's not your problem, and it will just be easier to to take that away from you, and it won't it won't do nothing for you. Mm -hmm. But I think yeah, we at the end we all want want love, but what's more important is that it starts with yourself. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Brother, I just want to say thank you.
No, thank you, Alex. I thank you so it, much man. for your time, man. You know, gracias, amigo. No, a ti. Then next, a ti. next time we're gonna have to do it in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. I'd be down. You know, this is my first interview I do in English. Wow, this is my first podcast I do in English. Yeah. Oh, thank you, brother. Like, I appreciate that a lot, man. <laughs> You know, I got a, I got a lot of uh yeah, I've had the absolute honor of talking to a lot of people now and I've got to learn a lot of languages to be able to speak in that language now, you know? That'll be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that'll be great, man. So well, uh, good luck in Tennessee, man. Train hard and I'll uh I'll speak to you soon. Thank you, Alex. Have All a right, great bro. day. Thanks, man. Bye everybody. <laughs>